And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM Radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Giggs. And with me in studio, we've got... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. And like I said, you're listening to The Political Show where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. And if you think I'm joking, go listen to our previous shows. I mean, last week's show was fire. Mm. It was really, really fire. And this week's show is also going to be fire. We are talking about the vaccine, but not necessarily about the vaccine rollouts and stuff, but we're answering this question because if you've been looking at the data and stuff, you'd also have the question in mind. Are people who are getting vaccinated actually infecting others? And why is that? Why is that question popping up? Well, I've... I've just looked at, um, in fact, I think we might have spoken a little bit about it last week as well. Yeah. But I'm just looking at what's happening in terms of the, the number of nations where as the vaccines get rolled out, so the infections go up. And, I mean, just this past weekend here in South Africa, they put, brought in about 350,000 or something Pfizer vaccines, and apparently they've acquired, um, you know, agreement to, to receive 20 million Pfizer vaccines, obviously the Johnson & Johnson vaccines going up. We've had over 300,000 people vaccinated in South Africa, and now we're threatening the third wave. And they're saying it's going to be much worse than the second. And, you know, the question is, well, why would it be? Um, and uh, obviously then they start talking about mutations and all, but, but even that is not a scientific fact. Mm. So um, the, 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 the question is, and it's something that, um, you know, I looked at on the situation room in during this week, <laughs> if you take the graph in India um, and it shows you what percent of the population has been vaccinated and then it also takes the, the actual COVID-19 infections and it reduces it down to the number of infections per million people. Um, the, the two graphs have a very similar curve and, it, <laughs> and it's like the, 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 the spike happens about two to three weeks after they start increasing the rate of vaccinations. And so the question that I'm asking in terms of um, people who get vaccinated, are they causing other people to get sick? Mm. Um, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people complaining about that on social media. And then what concerns me is that they get banned. Or yeah. Their pages get taken down. Um, you know, we lost our active TV channel on YouTube with over 1,300 subscribers mm. um, because they took the thing down. So we've actually... Um, We've actually queried it, and, and they've got an internal group of people looking at the thing. So I'm asking the Active FM listeners to pray mm. that we might get our Active TV channel back. We're not going to put the situation on anymore yeah. uh, because it's just it's not, it's not worth it losing all the sermons and stuff. But, um, you know, fortunately on Active FM, they don't, well, unfortunately, they can't put the political show on, on YouTube <laughs> for Active <laughs> FM because it will get taken down. Yeah. But on, 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 on Active FM, we can 
continue to broadcast. Yes, we can. They're fantastic. <laughs> All right. So we're on Iona and Anchor, Spotify, Podbean, the Apple Podcasts. Apple hasn't taken us down. No, we didn't. <laughs> so there isn't, there isn't a lot of real discussion about that. And I think maybe one of your articles that you told me about just before the show is going to show that. There isn't yeah. a lot of discussion about this. Um, and and, and um, I was actually listening on Wednesday morning. Uh, there's a guy on YouTube called Dr. Bean. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Mohammed Bean or something. Bean, Ma- I don't know. But he calls himself Dr. Bean. And all the guys that listen, watch his show, he calls him Cool Beans. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 I think it's a show aimed more at doctors. He talks about mechanisms of, of disease and mechanisms of medication and all that sort of stuff. And he was interviewed, Dr. Pierre Corey, who appeared before the U.S. Senate in December, um, you know, pushing the, the, the fact that uh, people should be treated with ivermectin. Um, t- to be honest, you know, what, what, now Dr. Pierre Corey is a Democrat. I only found that out recently. He's a Democrat. He's not a Republican. He's not, he's not a Trump supporter. <laughs> but he, he is actually talking about, you know, you've got big data and big tech. Yeah. And now he's saying you've got big science. All right, um, and big science is pushing agendas. Yeah. It's not looking. So people are saying follow the science, but they're not following the science. Mm. They're saying that other than a vaccine, the only thing that you can do for COVID is um, the measures, you know, social distancing, washing your hands, masks, you know, all of that sort of stuff. But ivermectin, the, the, the studies are overwhelming that it virtually can reduce the mortality rate. And I mean, we looked at the one time and, and that was a biased that was a biased study against ivermectin, and it still brought it down by about 73%. Mm. And then they said, no, but there's too few. <laughs> it's too little data. The data's not enough for us to know if this thing, you know, would work or well, not. Yeah. And, I mean, we actually spoke about that recently. So he's actually talking about it, and he, and he said he had a moment in March when he saw a particular report. He realized, no, there is an actual conspiracy going on here, and it's not a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy against ivermectin. Mm. And this is a Democrat doctor mm. who's been attacked by Democrats for being political when he says ivermectin saves lives. And so I just believe we, we're at a stage now where uh, millions of people have been murdered because they haven't been given access to life-saving drugs. Mm. Yeah. And that is what we're going to be speaking about. And like I said, it's a political show. It is always hot. It is always happening. Here's a song by Act of Worship called Endless Victory. Oh, 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 oh,
I love Active FM. Christ music is hot music. Our music at Active FM is lit. You are tuned in to Active FM. Endless Victory. Can I tell you that that is a song with high, high, high sentiment in my life? Like, why is it? Because it was my brother's, one of my brother's favorite songs. Oh, okay. Yes. So that, that song from Active Worship has very high meaning. It's, it's very deep inside my heart. But it was a good song. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, but obviously, in terms of your brother, it talks about endless victory, which is eternity. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is, is that political? Who cares? Yeah. Nah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> but anyway, we are speaking about the fact, um, answering the question, not necessarily answering the question, but actually ox- asking the question for everyone that's listening and for you to actually go look at the data and and stuff. Of people who are getting vaccinated actually uh, infecting other people. Now, before we get into that specific uh, question, so I found an article. Um, so I think we must just say that um, the, re- the recording of the show had to be stopped there <laughs> because I was busy pouring water. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing, Kicks looks at me like, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> so now I'm all embarrassed. <laughs> okay, so I found an article. That was released last year, and I actually, I've never seen this article before. I didn't even know that there was an article about this. But um, the, the, the article, the title of this article, it's, it's from 538.com. That's the, the website. Uh, it's called, Even After Getting Vaccinated, You Could Still Infect Others. And that's the title of the article. And basically, this, um, this journalist uh, went and interviewed a and a co-investigator in the Pfizer vaccine trials. This is the main thing that I want to, to get out of it, and I'm going to read what this, this person basically wrote. Theori- theoretically, a vaccine should stop both the infections as well as the transmission and spread, said Dr. Purvi Parik, an immunologist and the non-profit allergy Sorry, with the non-profit Allergy and Asthma Network and a co-investigator on the Pfizer vaccine trials. But we don't know yet if this is true of the COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, that's because the focus on the clinical trials was narrow. It had to be because of the time const- it had to be because of the time constraints. Scientists uh, wanted to know whether these things prevented illness. They wanted to know whether the drugs were safe, and they got those answers. But getting those answers, those questions answered fast, came with, at the expense of answering other questions, like whether vaccinated people can still spread the virus. With a lot of other vaccines, um, you have years of data to analyze that. So already at the beginning of this thing, the scientists were not sure about the vaccine because they didn't have the amount of time that they usually get to test the vaccines. When they came out and said it's 95% effective, the way that they did it, I think we spoke about it at the time, was they were testing, did this vaccine produce antibodies? Mm. 
Now, that in and of itself doesn't prove anything. The second thing that I have an issue with what they said there, they said that they were looking to prove that it's safe. Mm. All right? So how do you prove that it's safe? Because what's happening is you you um, injecting someone with this spike protein mm. that goes into a person's cells. All right? So it goes into the cells and then it causes a DNA reaction. And the DNA reaction causes antibodies. The antibodies look for that spike protein. This is even what they said last year. But other doctors came out and um, Wolfgang Woodock, mm. he's one of them. Michael Yeadon, he was like a, a major chief scientist or something at Pfizer at one, at one stage. And others that that spike protein is all over our bodies. So for example, one of the places is um, in a woman's uh, uterus or womb. Mm. Now, that, that protein apparently, and I'm saying apparently because this is not a fact, I'm not a medical doctor, but just what I've heard doctors say is that that spike protein is what helps a baby, um, actually, the, the, you know, when a, when, when a woman falls pregnant, that the, the baby actually, um, you know, sticks to the, the wall of the uterus. Mm. Um, and then, and then um, what, what they were warning was that now the, these antibodies that are created by the vaccine could attack... The, the placenta. Uh, in addition to that, apparently the, you find these spike proteins in the brain. Mm. Apparently it can affect male fertility as well and other organs in the body, like minor organs, I think like the liver. If you know what I'm saying. Which means, and this is what they were saying, obviously first of all in terms of infertility, with pregnancy, uh, miscarriages, you had a risk, but also autoimmune diseases. Where because an autoimmune disease, even like lupus and all of these autoimmune diseases that you get, even rheumatoid arthritis, they're all autoimmune diseases. Mm. And that's where your own body's immunity starts attacking your body. Mm. Now, autoimmune diseases coming from a vaccine could take 10 years, mm. could take a year. Other studies have come out and, and, and they've come out with medical studies. Now, I just want to say two more things, all right? So the first is they come out with medical studies that are claiming that it causes what they call prions disease. So it causes like um, a protein buildup in the, bra in, the, in the brain. Now, they've got these things that call plaques in the brain, which is like protein buildups, and that develops into Alzheimer's and things like that. What some guys are saying and what some studies are suggesting, that if you've already got some of those plaques in your brain, which means later you could develop you know, Alzheimer's or, or some other type of dementia, that this thing will accelerate that. Sure. That um, people are going to start getting massive dementia within a year. So from sure. about a year. And you could end up with what they call a zombie apocalypse. This is what the guys are saying. And I'm saying if there's medical guys and scientists that are saying this is a possibility, how do they give uh, emergency youth authorization? Mm. And this is, they're also stopping the authorization of ivermectin. I think we've said this before, yeah. because if they say ivermectin is a therapeutic and it can be used as either therapeutic or a prophylactic, either in the prevention of COVID-19 or in the treatment of it, then that would negate the emergency youth authorization because the emergency youth authorization gets given because there's nothing else. Yeah. So you take a chance. Yeah. You know, that's the first thing. And then the second thing that I also heard this week, um, that some scientists related to one of these Bill Gates uh, companies, um, that an emergency broadcast, I think on Tuesday this week, saying that they need to use the US military and the CIA 
to stop all these anti-vaxxers. Mm. Right. <laughs> to stop them speaking because they're dangerous. Mm. So, sure. um, I'm a lot more concerned than what that article said. And obviously at first, those were the concerns. It's not going to stop the infection. Yeah. Now they're saying it doesn't stop the infection. You get mm. vaccinated, you must still wear a mask. You right. still have to. Yeah. But then obviously there's the other question. What, what I'm hearing is reports that people get vaccinated and they're making other people sick. I think I mentioned it before about someone that we know, a nurse, yeah. got vaccinated. Next thing, mm. a month later, the whole family had COVID-19. Yeah. So, you know, to me, what, what has to be disproved is the, the fact that what it appears is this woman got vaccinated and then the whole family got COVID-19 and mm. some of them got quite badly sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I look at what's happening in India. There seems to be a correlation between the vaccinations and people getting sick. I'm looking now in South Africa. Mm. And if they start vaccinating now, and in two or three weeks, we have a massive um, thing, uh, you know, That's a massive right, surge, yeah. a third wave. But I don't know if you've noticed, if you've watched, started watching the adverts, or if you take note of the adverts that play on TV and stuff. Now, I only get to watch TV in like late evening most of the days because uh, busy during the day and things like that. And when I'm watching news and all of But a lot of the adverts are actually gearing towards um, a third wave. Well, the news is as well. Yeah. And, and if you look in the data, okay. There's been a mild increase somewhere, but there's no sign yet of a third wave. Yeah. Um, there, there was one day this week where the, the, the test positivity rate in South Africa went to 7%. Sure. But it's still sitting 5% or even below. So it went to 7% and then it dropped again after that. Mm. Um, so that means, I mean, 5% means 95% of those that are being tested for COVID are, are negative. Mm. So there's, there's signs there could be a threat of a spike, but... The, you know, what happened in June last year, in 2020, what happened over November, December has not started yet. Yeah. You know, where your, your test positivity ratio goes over 10% consistently and it keeps going up. In December, I think it got as high as 36%. So 36% of people who've been tested were coming up positive. Mm. So at the moment in the data, we just don't have a third wave. They're warning us of it. We've just got these Pfizer vaccines, 350,000 of them. And, and what you can't find is data to say where have these doses been given mm. and what correlation is there between that and a potential spike. In I think we need to watch um, Gauteng though because I, I came across a news, a snippet on YouTube where they say that they were speaking about the third wave. It was sometime this week. I think it was on Tuesday or something like that. They were speaking about the spikes in infections and whatever and that the third wave is coming and then that Gauteng would be hit the most. Uh, Gauteng is the, the one province that... Yeah, but that's what they always said. Yeah. And in, in the second wave, Gauteng was not hit the most. Mm. All right. Um, Gauteng was hit the most in the first wave in June, July, 2020. Yeah. But Johannesburg, for example, the second wave didn't even get close to the peak of the first wave. Mm. So Pretoria, their, their peak was double the peak of Johannesburg. For mm. the second wave, mm. but um, I'd say our, our peak in Johannesburg was probably 20 to 30 percent lower than the peak in June, July last year. Mm. You know, so um, th they're saying this, but in the meantime, there's another thing that I found this week, um, and that was that 
they, you know that um, Zimbabwe had a massive, also when we were having our second wave in South Africa, yeah. they were having their second wave too. And then the, the, the government just did an about turn and said, right, we're authorizing that you treat COVID-19 with ivermectin. The numbers plummeted. Sure. They absolutely plummeted. Yeah. So to me, there's a correlation. Yeah. Yeah. Like night, before I go on to the next uh, article, what are your yeah. thoughts with what we've just spoken about and the article that came out last year before they started administering the vaccines? Um, I think obviously there's a lot that we, it's not we, um, it's not spoken about when it comes to the vaccines. Um, especially looking at the article, was it? Uh, it's not an article. The thing from was it Harvard that we were reading from yeah, yeah. with the vaccines and stuff. And there's the that that there's that sentence with the unknown deaths. So I think they can't. You know, with the vaccines, they can't easily say it's not. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like how if you look for such information, one thing they'll say for sure that no, the vaccines are not giving people COVID. Like they say that, like they know that that is the case. But if you have on your on your Harvard thing where you're all taking your studies from, mm. and there it says that there's something that is unknown, you can't easily claim that you're not. You know what I mean? Like I think we did say that. You know, in fact, they sh- they should prove that it's not them. You know what I mean? More of them just saying no, it's not us without even proving. Yeah. You know, um, because yeah, we're looking at we're looking at the graphs, we're looking at what's happening to countries where people are being vaccinated and it's yeah. Yeah. Looks like they the, the they look the same, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. spike of the COVID going up and the people being vaccinated, it looks the same. And you yeah, yeah, like it's it's uh, it's amazing. I was also reading from the Medical Times, mm. they were also saying that they, the... Sorry, Black Knight was reading the Medical Times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he was. This is a momentous occasion. It is. Yeah, it it is. Is. No Remember the, the show, today. guys. Remember <laughs> the show. <laughs> what is the date? It is <laughs> the 7th. Yeah, we need to stay alive. The 7th. <laughs> 7th of May. Part of the 7th of May. Can I tell you that on the 4th of May... I was watching news and I happened to look at the, you know, the top right corner, it tells you how long we've been in lockdown. On the 4th of May, we won 404 days into lockdown. So we've been... The 1st of May, we were 100 days in lockdown. Not 400 days in lockdown. Yeah, you know, I used to ask people, I'm like, do you know, it's crazy when we got to 100. I'm like, if they told you that we're going to take 100 days of your year were you were you gonna say yes and people are like no i'm like it's crazy that they actually did that <laughs> without even you noticing and then like that's actually true and then yeah i'd laugh at them i'm like yeah they <laughs> they tricked y'all into this <laughs> you're saying the medical yeah, so, times so what, what, what they were also saying they were talking about the 13 vaccines um or companies that mm-hmm. that, that were authorized and they say authorized forgetting that it was an emergency authorization mm. so they don't put that word there they just say it was authorized by the C- cdc mm. and the who and i'm like and and the food whatever the fdc i think i think there's the fda fda sorry yes so i'm like wow that's interesting because when we read the last time we, we we saw that no this was an emergency type of a thing yeah that answer it was given authorization um on condition that there's no other medication yeah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they skip all of that <laughs> now that the only reason that they authorize the vaccine because there's no other medication to help 
<laughs> yeah, so now speaking about that, obviously you gave the example with uh, Zimbabwe where they started administering ivermectin as a solution and then things actually went down. Well, when I looked on was it Wednesday morning, it was the last time I looked at Zimbabwe, um, the seven-day moving average was 27 cases a day. Sure. And it's been hovering around there. Yeah. Sure. So it dropped right down. And I mean, yeah. they had the, the ambassador to Mozambique died and quite a few senior people died. Yeah. And then the government said, no, let's treat this with ivermectin mm. because there's a doctor there that uh, was, was pushing for it. And, you know, you can go and look at that on, on trial site news. Yeah. Site, trial site news. Yeah. Um, you see a lot of info. And, you know, they talk about a lot of the studies that, um, you know, <clears throat> that have been put forward. Oh, yeah, by the way, something interesting that I saw, which we might want to keep a, a, an eye on, is that they asking people to report vaccine injuries. So doing an unofficial database of vaccine injuries. Sure. Okay. Now, with, from whatever amount of cases they had to so 27 cases, that's Zimbabwe with ivermectin. Now we look at Chile. Chile on the 18th of April had 7,370 new cases. And then on the 9th of April, which is obviously earlier, they had 9,151 cases. Now, the reason that this is actually, uh, it actually a problem is that Chile is actually known as the country with the highest or the most successful um, vaccine rollouts in the world, not in the continent, in the world. Mm. But they're... Well, they're not even better than Israel. Yes. They're seen as even better than Israel. Yes. And, um, but their, their numbers have basically spiked. Yeah, their, their graph looks very similar to that of Brazil, mm. which I don't know what percentage of population has been, has been vaccinated now, but uh, a number of weeks ago, it was 5%. In Brazil? Yeah. In Chile, it's 40%. It's now 40. Yeah. They, at least 40% of uh, people living in Chile have received at least one vaccine dose. And um, they also, not only did they, do they have the vaccine, but they have a nationwide nightly curfew. They've restricted movement imposed across the country. And they still have uh, rising infection rates with the vaccine rollout and stuff. And then people are basically saying, so Michael Touchton from uh, University of Miami's Observatory for the Containment of COVID-19 says that the country may have been too optimistic after their vaccine rollout and opened too quickly, especially to uh, interval travel during the summer holiday season. And then they said, careless behavior during the vacations likely facilitated the virus's spread. You know what I hate about that? It's all those words, likely. <laughs> so in other words, he's like us, you know. Now, I mean, we're just ordinary people. So I'm not saying vaccines likely caused the, the second wave in India. Because that's equivalent of what he's saying. Um, you know, and, and, and I, I may not know medicine, but I understand data. And it looks to me like there's a correlation. So I don't say that the vaccine rollout likely caused um, the spike in India. But they come and they say likely. Now, you know what the word likely means? It means I'm taking a guess here. Mm. I'm just sitting here computing some numbers in my head and I'm making up a reason as I go. Because there's no, there's no study 
and there's no data backing up what he's saying because if if there was data it'd be it'd be saying um the data indicates three percent of that and 97 percent of this and four percent of this and therefore you know he's not saying that he's saying it, it was likely and and then they always say it's careless behavior mm -hmm. so now you're careless because you get a virus okay i mean this is ludicrous yeah We've got one of the most stringent lockdowns in the world. You know that here in South Africa. Yeah. And look at what happened to us in June, July 2020. In this hectic, hectic lockdown. Yeah. And when they when they loosened the lockdown, the numbers plummeted. Yep. In August. So, you know, the data doesn't match what these guys say. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. And I think I think also another question that needs to also be asked is why are why are they pushing the mRNAs? Like they if it's not an mRNA, it's like down there, you know what I mean? It's not even on the list. Why is that the case? Well, there's also someone I saw that claimed that the Pfizer only has a 29% efficacy. Sure. Yeah. And Pfizer, not and, 95. Yeah. And Pfizer with the mRNA, I think it's, if we look at it, it's more more technical. Because <laughs> theirs is more technical than, the, um, yeah. or is it Madonna? I don't know. Too. No, Madonna. it's the same. No, the, the, the Moderna and the Pfizer is the same thing. Doesn't Pfizer one use the, the biotech thingy and then the Moderna, they just use the mRNA? Because they say they... Uh, no, they, it's the same. It's basically the same thing. They're using nanotech with a synthet synthetic spice protein. If you take um, Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca, what they're using is the adenovirus mm -hmm. to help get the thing into the cell. So, you know, the, the adenovirus is a disease that affects animals, but yeah. not humans. Yeah. So they, they put it in that virus and then that thing gets into your cell and then that releases the spike protein. Mm. Whereas the others, they, they, they've got these nanotech, they say it's fatty cells mm. around this thing. And the fatty cell then latches on and gets the spike protein into the cell. Um, the, 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 both of them are mRNA virus, even the BioNTech. You know, um, they, they're both using very similar technology. Uh, Moderna yeah. and Pfizer, yeah. So, so that they're in the same category, and and from what I've seen, they seem to be causing the same problems. Yeah, mm. I mean the evidence is there. There yeah. is the data showing that these countries, all these different countries that have actually started with the vaccine uh, rollout um, uh, campaigns and all of these things, their infections have actually spiked. So the question, answer for yourself. Let us know your thoughts. Are people so I just want to say there's, yeah. there's two exceptions, the UK and Israel. Yeah. But it might have been, I mean, they started right at the top and maybe they're already going down anyway. Yeah. So it seems to have worked there. So this is why I'm not saying it's likely. Yeah. Because <laughs> it seems to have worked. Mm. So we're not sure. Mm. Yeah. So let us know your thoughts. Are people who are actually getting the vaccine infecting other people? This is the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. It's your boy CJ. You're listening to Active FM. You know what it is. Time to turn the world upside down. We help distributors grow their sales by over 15% in the first 90 days with our automated mobile software solution. RapidTrade is used by over 16,000 users worldwide and we process over 120,000 transactions per day on both iOS and Android.
Permit ordering and management to e-commerce and even van sales. Or electronic proof of delivery. We've got your business covered. Call us for a demo on 011-493-9755 or email us at sales at rapidtrade.com. Go on. Make your customer a happy one today by getting on to Rapid Trade. In John 4, verse 40 to 42, it says, When they came out to see him, they begged him to stay in their village. So he stayed for two days, long enough for many more to hear his message and believe. Then they say to the woman, Now we believe not just because of what you told us, but because we have heard him ourselves. Now we know that he is indeed the savior of the world. All right, that, that's obviously the story that comes at the end of the account that took place between, uh, you know, the discussion that took place between Jesus and the Samaritan woman by the well. And uh, Jesus is sitting there, the disciples go off into the village to buy food, and the woman comes there to draw water. And Jesus shocks her because, first of all, he's a Jew, secondly, he's a rabbi, and he says, could you please give me a drink of water? And she says, you know, you Jewish men, you don't, um, you don't normally ask us for water. You wouldn't be seen dead drinking our water, you know, type of thing. And anyway, Jesus then ministers to her and, uh, you know, answers all of her questions. And he, he then, in the middle of the conversation, when she's coming up with all of her arguments about why not to believe the gospel, he tells her to go and fetch her husband. And she says, she's not married. He says, you're right, you're not married. You've been married five times and the guy you now live with, you're not married. And so she's all shocked. And um, he changes her life. She has an encounter with Jesus. She goes back to the village and she says, come and see the man who told me everything I did. So the whole village comes, you know, first of all, some of the guys come from the village, they get saved, they ask Jesus to stay. Basically, the village gets saved. And then after a while, they say to her, you know, at first we believe because, because you spoke, but now we believe because we've, we've heard him, we've seen him, and we know that he's the savior of the world. Many people are believing that the vaccine is a savior. Other people believe that not to take the vaccine is a savior. And the thing is, Jesus is a savior. Yeah. Whether you vaccinate or don't vaccinate, the Savior is the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, if you don't know Jesus, your Lord and Savior, and you don't have the Holy Spirit, and if you're not basing every thought pattern on the Word of God, then you have a problem because you're living in deception. Mm. You are deceived. Yeah. So the thing is, in terms of that, I really want to encourage you. Like that Samaritan woman, she had all of these arguments, all of these conflicting things. There was co conflicting things between what the Samaritans said about where to worship God, what the Jews said about where to worship God. And yet, when she came to Jesus, all arguments passed away and, and, and all of the things of the world grow dim. You know, like that old song says, in the light and the, of the glory and the grace of Jesus. And at times like this, we really need to get to Jesus because nothing else is going to save us. Mm. You know, even, even if you survive COVID, something else is going to take you out. So get to Jesus. And um, the Lord's going to do an awesome, awesome thing, you know, in your life. Yeah. Amen. So let us know your thoughts on our social media pages. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. Right here on The Political Show on Active FM, radio has never been better. And with me we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight on The Political Show where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. Here is a song by Shanta Fuetis called Lenses.
city hustling, trying to pay these bills is eating me alive. Plus, I get the leg when the babysitter's late. Man, this grind is real. Been a long time coming. Jesus, Jesus, calling on my Jesus. Jesus, please just save me from myself. What you're listening to? Follow us on Gap and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.